Welcome to the Leading from the Ground Up podcast. I'm your host, John Hall. Welcome to episode 10. Today we're talking about leadership succession planning, how it's done, and why organizations should put an emphasis on it. Succession planning is simply a process by which organizations can take a look and identify uh, critical positions within the organization and plan for the inevitable change in guard, so to say, when top level positions are, are changing out or when people are retiring, uh, people have left to go to different organizations. Succession planning is a way to maintain organizational or institutional knowledge so that you aren't scrambling to, to find a new person to fill that position. So it is a long-term discipline that organizations tend to, uh, tend to start doing early on. Um, not every organization does this, um, and it doesn't only apply to uh, the organization as a whole. It can apply to departments. Uh, business owners can, can apply this to who's going to replace them in the event that they retire, whether or not they want their business to continue going. It is, uh, it is a way to deliberately focus on, on how, that biz- how the business or that position is going to keep flowing as the organization goes. And it really comes back to leadership development. So as, say, a department leader, if you plan on being with this company for the rest of your working career, you still want to have time where you can go on vacation. You, uh, you may get sick. Um, some unfortunate things may happen, may happen. Um, and you may delete, may need to leave quickly. Um, you want to make sure that there are people within that department that can fill in, in the event of your absence. And that's still a form of succession planning. It is, it is a way to ensure that, uh, the process and, and the, uh, the job and the flow that needs to continue to happen still happens when you are not there in the event that it needs to. It's a process by, by which you are identif- identifying individuals who are capable of, of filling that role at some point, may not, be, may not be ready for it just yet, but they will be capable of filling that position and you start the process of employee development. In this case, it's leadership development. Now, you may be asking if this process or the, the act of leadership succession planning can be destabilizing or, or can it be seen as threatening to some employees? And the answer is, is yes. And the way that you get around that is by communicating your intentions upfront. It is, it's not, you're not looking to uh, replace someone who's already in a position. You are looking to to ensure that there is a flow and a stabi- stability within the organization, so that everything keeps flowing, so that so that the organization doesn't have any hiccups, so that that processes and procedures can flow the, the way the way that they need to. It is definitely a way of communicating the 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 company's intentions to to train and develop people within with inside the organization, but it also can look like the company's communicating an intention to replace a person and that isn't necessarily the case and in most situations it is not the case at all it is simply the organization trying to make sure that they have a way of continuing the function um, and continue the process of what needs to needs to happen 
um, in the event that someone someone is is not there, is is missing, is is uh, sick, uh, decides to leave. Um, it is basically a, a, a cog in the business continuity wheel, basically. It's how you keep the business functioning in the event of someone leaving. So you want to make sure that you communicate this timely. You want to make sure that you're, you're, you as an organization or a leader within the organization, you want to make sure that you are taking a look at those critical positions, uh, making sure that uh, employees who, who want to move up in the organization have the opportunity to have this sort of mentorship, this sort of development opportunity put in front of them and, and they can choose to do it. They aren't necessarily forced into it. You don't want to force anybody into a leadership position that they don't want to be in. And you want to communicate with the employees that, uh, don't, that, that may want to move somewhere else <clears throat> that your intention is to not exclude them. You want to include them but uh, they have to have some sort of uh, buy-in with the organization as well. You, it, training someone to replace or, or to step into a role who doesn't want to stay with the company is, is spinning your wheels in mud. You're not going anywhere until you get some traction. And that traction has to, be in, has to, be, has to come in as buy-in from the employee. Now, from a department-level perspective, um, you want to make sure that a department continues to flow um, the way that it needs to, it needs to, uh, the processes and procedures that are in place, those need to continue to happen. The uh, productivity of the employees, that, that needs to continue to happen. Um, succession planning allows you to do a couple of things. It allows you to scale up on what you're doing. So now that you have one or two other people within the department who are capable of stepping into a leadership role, maybe filling that leadership uh, perspective or that leadership role, um, not necessarily being paid for it, but they, they have shown leadership within the department and they will continue to, to, uh, to show that leadership, but in a more constructive way now because you're developing them to actually be able to step in much higher roles in the future. The other thing that this does is it, it frees up the leader to focus on more high level things uh, that they need to. So if there are meetings that, that a leader needs to go to or a representative that needs to go to, um, you, you, can, you can develop those people and train those, those individuals that, that uh, you expect to step into those higher level positions uh, later on down the line to be able to go to those meetings, to take you know, copious notes and to provide constructive uh, um, suggestions on your behalf to come back and brief you on what those meetings were about and allow you to uh, discern where that information or how that information uh, connects within your department. And it definitely frees that time up for you to focus on other things. If there are things that you're trying to, trying to produce or, or new things you're trying to develop, it allows you that extra time because you have other people who are allowed to do those, who are capable of doing those high level things, not necessarily allowed. They're also capable of doing it because you've developed, you've trained them, you've mentored them into those, uh, in, into the ability for them to do that. Or you've opened up their eyes to see that they always had the ability. They just needed to believe in themselves and, and to get a little extra push or a little extra information so that they could do those things. It frees you up to respond to to new things that you may need to develop to uh, 
to to interact with uh, with outside vendors to keep those relationships uh, 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 going strong that you need to, uh, and it's also a time to to have those people interact with outside individuals that that they may to need to interact with in the future in the event of your absence. Now there are definitely steps in the process of succession planning, and you have a few things. Uh, when I say a few, about you know six or seven things within that process, and they are training, development, career planning, career management, uh, replacement planning. In the end, you have uh, the actual succession planning or the succession plan being put into place. So when you talk about training as, as a leader, um, there are definitely things that you do that you are responsible for that your, your employees don't have to do. There are meetings that they that they are, are not privy to. There are um, administrative functions that they don't necessarily have to deal with. There are um, interactions between your department and outside vendors. There are interactions between department heads that they don't necessarily deal with. So you want to start training them on, on how those things are done. Talk to them about uh, the importance of them, the timeliness of, of those things having, having to happen. And, and if there are you know, calendar or scheduled uh, events that need to happen. You need to talk about about why they're scheduled the way they are, why they have a frequency the way that they do. As far as development, you want to develop them. You want to provide a development plan for them that is that focuses on the soft skills that are required as a leader. So they are used to doing their jobs. They're they're not necessarily used to communicating the way that a leader needs to. They're used to just talking to the the fellow employee right next to them that can't always happen that way for the leader it, you can't always just jump up and talk to everybody at a moment's notice uh, sometimes you need to make sure that you are cognizant of everybody else's time um, if they don't have time to talk you need to schedule time with them um, you need to uh, help them develop ways to to understand how they need to talk to people and how they need to listen to people so it's development uh, into the role of leadership as opposed to to just the the technical skills that are needed to do the job there are technical skills and there are soft skills and you need to let them know that a big portion of this it really is institutional knowledge because you as a leader has have you have knowledge of how the company functions that your employees don't necessarily have the moment that you leave that that knowledge is gone unless you've you've passed it on to someone else so that's part of the the development for for the employees that you that you plan on mentoring or or including in the succession plan you want to make sure that you career plan with them uh, this is about the employee this portion of it it's uh, employee centered. You 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 want to have a conversation with them, and you want to know where they want to go. If they want to go in a completely different direction than where your then your succession plan is focused, you want to make sure that that you understand that you don't want to start um, developing someone into a role that they have um, no interest in being in. It is. Uh, that is a, a recipe for failure for them. It does. There's no benefit for it for you as a leader, and there's no benefit for the organization itself. You want to do then do career management, like I talked about before, um, which is that one of those steps. When you've had that conversation with the employee, you want to make sure that they that they are managing their career. They are taking steps that 
have been outlined in, the, in a career planning uh, phase that uh, gets them to, to the leadership point that you were talking about or even, or even higher um, if that's their intention. There is a replacement planning phase in here. In the event that uh, n no one in the department or in the organization is uh, interested in being in that role, um, you have to think about replacing them. So how are you going to do that? Are there going to be some temporary or tent to hire leadership employment agencies that you can that you can go to? You can go you can go to LinkedIn and try to 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 uh, recruit somebody from there. So you have there you would go to your HR department and you would have them start looking and and find out what resources are out there. If you've gotten your succession planning in in line early on here's where you you have the greatest opportunity to make sure that those the the company continues to function that it weighs in the way that it currently does and um has the ability to grow beyond what you what you thought it was going to be under you so so when leadership leaves um new leadership there are new new ideas they are not the same people they are not clones of you they're going to take the organization in a direction that is that that could possibly be better for the organization itself. But <clears throat> you've planned uh, for those people to step into those roles. Um, you know that they're smart people. You you know that they're they're perfectly qualified to do it. So it is it is not that you are leaving the the organization or your business under in in hands that are not capable. You're leaving them in capable hands that are of people who are well-trained, well-mentored, uh, fully capable of, of doing everything that needs to, be do needs to be done to move that company forward in the future. Now, let's go back and talk about something that I said earlier in the career planning uh, portion of it that I, I spoke about earlier. Um, one of the things that you really need to do when you're in the career planning uh, portion of the process is identify skill gaps. So um, many of uh, much of that is going to be within um, the soft skills area. You know that you you can make a plan on how to develop that. You can talk to the to the employee. You know, meet with them and and together come up with a plan on how to how to bridge that gap on those soft skills that they may need to learn, may not have some of them they may already have. Identify areas of improvement. Uh, when they have some some areas that uh, that are there, uh, but definitely need some tweaking or some shining up, um, you want to talk to them about those areas of improvement, and you want to meet with them and 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 uh, develop a plan on how they can be improved. And, and these don't have to be formal meetings. They can the best way to probably do it is is informal and that just to have a conversation off the cuff and and to come up with a with a plan on how those things are going to be improved and what resources you can you can pr provide to the employee to uh, to to help them along with developing those or what or what resources the company has. Maybe the company does have a formalized uh, uh, development leadership development program and maybe it has a developed uh, mentorship program and maybe you are just starting your succession planning process and you know that this is something that that uh, uh, you as the leader or the owner of the organization and the employee you know that you're both growing in you know that you're going to stumble a little bit but the employee understands that up front because you're being truthful honest and transparent with them i 
had an example in my past where we had a, a IT department and the CIO and the IT manager uh, both turned in their notices uh, pretty much at the same time. Uh, and they, four weeks later, they walked out of the organization that I worked for and the, the institutional knowledge just was not there. Uh, the organization, so you want to develop that plan to fill those gaps. Um, you also want to make sure that that any institutional knowledge that you have, um, um, you want to pass that along to somebody, um, you know, not just one person, but multiple people within a department, within the organization, so that in the event that you leave or, or become, you might become ill, hired some, attempt to hire uh, people to replace them and didn't really do it in the, in, in the right way. They, they pretty much showed the CIO and the, the IT manager the door uh, as quickly as they possibly could, it, only because they were, they were, uh, their emotions got hurt a little bit and they were not able to give that information over to the, to the temporary or new people um, before, before they left or within a, a decent amount of time before they left. So these people were, these new people, were were behind the eight ball trying to uh, trying to catch up on how the organization did things, how they, you know, the the vernacular that they used, the the systems that they used, why they did certain things the way that they did them, and it was it was a hard learned lesson in how you really should attempt to retain the institutional knowledge by passing that along before anything like this ever happens. You have multiple people within a department. Who can who can definitely utilize that information, or or who can definitely step into those p- positions in an interim? But they were not given the opportunity to do that because everything just happened so quickly. You want to be able to replace specialized competencies. In the case of the CIO and the IT manager, those are specialized competencies that came along with those two individuals because they worked for the organization for so long. Um, they knew how, why everything was on, on servers as opposed to, as opposed to the cloud. They, they knew why the small organization did things in a specific way. Um, they, they understood that uh, because of the type of organization it, it, it was, they shouldn't have certain things in the cloud because it just made it so, more susceptible to, to viruses and to, and to hacking. So those are specialized knowledge. That, that those two individuals had that the organization didn't think about before they let them walk out the door. When you talk about succession planning, it is often thought of that the thing that you're mostly talking about is replacing uh, top executives or having people behind to fill in those top executive positions. And the reality is the succession planning is really at a lower level. Um, when you have teams, um, the leaders on those teams uh, need the succession plan. It may not be called that, but um, it may be called cross-training. It may be called uh, you know, mentoring or, or whatever, but those leaders need to be able to train people to move into those positions. Um, you don't want to employ people that you can never promote. Uh, what you want to do is, is make sure that you are providing opportunities for people to, to learn, to grow, to show people that they are that they're valued, that, that you want them to stay there. And yes, you're training them to a level that they're, that they're capable of walking out the door. The point is, is that you're treating them so well, you're appreciating them and you're training them so well so that they don't walk out the door. 
They know that they're appreciated. They know they're in a place that they enjoy working and they know that they're in a place that that values what they bring to the organization and what they have to give and, and knows that they are they, uh, the organization appreciates that they show up every day um, to do the wonderful jobs that they do. If you like the information you received in this podcast today, be sure to like and subscribe so that you can get updates on any new episode that comes out. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening and continue with me on this journey. As always, if you have specific questions that you would like covered in an episode, please send those questions to John at AperturAdvising.com. Until the next time, remember, I believe in your ability to lead from the ground up.